Welcome to another episode of the Hammer Down Sales and Productivity Podcast, where we're going to make you productive and not busy. Addressing the needs of business owners and planting the seed for a secure future. Do you want your business to grow and prosper without sacrificing the freedom to live the lifestyle you want? Do you want to build a company that you can cash out and sell one day so you can retire comfortably or go after the next big idea? So ask yourself the following questions. Do I want to become far more successful and productive? Do I want to grow my business to the next level? Do I want a business to work for me or me to work for it? Do I want to develop a dominating team of employees? And do I want a business that is both fun and profitable? Remember, action, attitude, and approach. And we're here to help you with that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Productive Not Busy. Tonight, I want to cover something that I see from a coaching standpoint and in my own business. Uh, There's a big storm brewing, and it's hitting the world of selling, and many salespeople are going to find themselves and their deals spinning out of control if they're not careful. You know, in the last few years, the art of science of selling has evolved through generations from moving commodities to selling, you know, strategic solutions to business partnerships. Unfortunately, some salespeople and managers just don't like to change. We call them sales dinosaurs or endangered species. They just have a block that the same stuff is just going to work like it always has. The models of buyer and seller relationships are changing rapidly. And if you're not careful, you'll get left in the dust especially with the latest impacts coming from all the you know, major selling transformations from the internet and all the other uh, platforms that are out there. So really, you know, here's, here's some of the ideas of what's coming down the pike. You know, product commodification, which is the shrinking of, you know, technology, That means the window of competitive advantage for a lot of products is getting narrower. This means that the differentiation often lies in the extended solution, including services, integration, partnerships, supply chain, financing, and trust. We got to be careful with that because it's easier for people to get what they need now, especially with the click of a button and using the computer and the internet. The disappearance of the traditional middleman is the result of commodity buyers focusing on driving costs out for the entire supply chain to make things cheaper. I don't know what strategy you employ, but the answer lies in the sales models for selling the way each customer likes to buy. Take e-commerce. The internet will eliminate some people and change others. For repeat orders and products where clients can understand the benefits of the product and configure their order themselves, the internet will replace some salespeople. Whether then whether they move on to more productive tasks of winning competitive business or helping the clients manage more complex solutions depends on how really well this salesperson can learn to add new kinds of value. That's where your explanation of services and your value proposition comes in. I promise you. People still like to buy from people. It's not always about pushing the button on the internet and ordering something. People still have questions. And there's still going to be a pool of business out there where you go out and meet people in person. 
don't forget that. So you still need to hone your skills and sharpen your axe when it comes to your, you know, sales process. A lot of people worry about, you know, sales satisfaction, making sure that they're taking care of their client. What you really need to be worried about is getting a client. Because if you don't have a client, you don't have to worry about customer satisfaction. I think it's up to us as salespeople and business owners to realize one thing. The most important thing you do every day are revenue generating processes. Nothing else matters. I can tell you right now in my business and all the businesses that I coach, there's only three things that matter. Lead generation, database, and appointments. Nothing else gets you paid. That being said, a CRM or a customer relationship management system is not a strategy either. Although it's really effective in the customer service area, there is high failure rate in the Salesforce automation systems among you know people out in the field. The missing link between a you know repository of customer information and using it as a competitive advantage in a sales process prompts the salespeople for political, competitive, consultative, you know, information giving early enough to drive an account strategy that leads to trust in their companies, their product and their services and their people. There are two types of business partnering that you can look at. One is teaming with other firms to provide an integrated solution. The other is teaming with clients to solve problems for them and their customers and their constituents. Both mean new sales models for new ways of doing business where the common foundations are shared and there's reward and trust. There's evolutionary changes facing today's salespeople. They're re-engineering personal careers so they can bring greater value to their clients. For some individuals, this means personal growth and development from often coercive relationships with customers to collaborating on problem solving, to helping clients co-manage their businesses even. For some managers, it means restructuring their sales team. For sales managers and CEOs, it means changing sales models and messages to you know maybe grab new industry and markets and competitors. For me and my consulting partners, it means more proactive ethical competition for fewer high value accounts. Sometimes it's not all about the numbers. That's why you need to put a list of your top 25. Those are the people that are most likely going to refer you business anyway. They're already raving advocates. They already know you like you and trust you. So that's where you should focus most of your activities. You need to move your strategies to the next level, your client relationships to the next level, and yourself to the next level, especially in sales competency. Salespeople today who think he or she is through learning is truly that they're through. I would just look for their footprints disappearing into the sand because they won't be around long. Today's complex sale encompasses more than just multiple buyers. In the, you know, in the last few years, the traditional definition of the complex sale has exploded to include new challenges. They're overwhelming other salespeople and other managers. 
And unless you have a plan to simplify the process, you'll get lost as well. Buyer preferences for integrated solutions rather than products require teams to multiply, you know, multiply sellers both inside and outside the organization to help you know, clients discern benefits and differences in the complex products and services that are available. Some of the biggest things that if you fail to understand and adapt to the immense changes in the buying and selling process of today's, you know, clients. You're not going to be in the game long yourself. For example, not returning phone calls. They used to call you back. Maybe in two hours. And then it was two days. And when they do call back, their voice is kind of you know, informal and kind of chilled. Of course, the worst is pure silence. Someone who never calls you back. And I see salespeople that I coach all the time. They say, well, that guy just never called me back. Well, a lot of times there's an explanation of services or a value proposition issue there. The client didn't see enough value in what you had to say in your initial messaging to entice them to call you back, which meant you probably couldn't solve their problem. So my suggestion, if you're in sales or you own a business, really dig down deep and look at what obstacles you have on growing your business. One of the obstacles for qualifying new business is also one of the essentials of selling. It's a positive mental attitude. If you don't have it, you won't start each day and you wouldn't be in business of selling in the first place. It is what enables a lot of salespeople to start with a blank piece of paper and produce a million dollar deal. It's also what enables a hunter to overcome obstacles and turn defeats into victories. If you look at your experience unemotionally, right, you'll see that the number of times a miracle turnaround happened compared to the number of times you actually pour money into maybe a losing cause tells us that maybe the, what is needed is a less emotional process. But where's the line, right? In between qualification and quitting. Where's the line between a positive mental attitude and a rookie trait of over-optimistic? A positive mental attitude is essential to selling. But again, Hoping and wishing is definitely not a strategy. The first key to qualifying questions for anyone should be, will the business happen for anyone at all? You know, my experience has shown that many evaluations end with no buying activity whatsoever. When the evaluation stalls or you fail to make you know, the next step happened, one of two things is actually missing. Either there is not a business problem of great enough value or urgency for your product to solve, or the project just lacks, you know, enough spontaneity or enough process to get somebody interested. And with no pain or power, your deal is just not going to happen. It has to be a good opportunity. 
I think deep down, we all need to look at our businesses and the changing landscape of what's going on and realize that clients matter. Clients are what make revenue, which makes profit, which makes a happy business. I think that if we engage in revenue generating conversations every single solitary day, so if you sell houses or if you sell cars or if you sell clothes, really unless they're too old or too young to have a house or to have a car or to have clothes, everybody is an opportunity. And it's all in the messaging. Messaging, letting people know what you do for a living is absolutely imperative to your survival. You have to look at it with the fire that if you had to hunt for the food to feed your family, you're either going to be a zebra or a cheetah. You can wander around all day and eat what's available to you. And if there's nothing available to you, you just lay down and die. Or a cheetah will run until it finds something because it knows it has to eat. And your mind, mindset and mentality on how you approach every day is going to be the key to whether you succeed or not. Everything starts with action. And you're going to hear that often in this podcast. Nothing happens without taking action. You also have to look at the next step. If you're walking a tightrope, you're not looking at the end of the rope. You're looking at the next step. And you're going to make sure that that step is perfect before you take the next step. And that's really how you have to look at your daily business. That's why time blocking and having a schedule is so important because it keeps you on track. I accomplish in a couple of two or three hours, which it takes some people a couple of days to. Because I have a plan and I take action on that plan. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. And I would love to hear some feedback from you. I have another episode coming in a few days. And I think you guys are really going to like it. Take care and sell a bunch. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hammer Down Productivity and Sales Podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. If you liked it, please subscribe today on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you would, take a second, give us a rating, or leave us a message. It would be greatly appreciated.